I will never forget the day that I hit you know, rock bottom. And I know that that will be different for everyone, but you know what? The day, it stands before me as if it was yesterday. And it is many years ago now. But for me, hitting rock bottom was me not wanting to live anymore. To me, hitting rock bottom was seeing life as it was for me more difficult being in than I would imagine being out. Like I was seeking to get out of where I was so badly. I, I just couldn't imagine doing another day. So personally, there's, of course, there's a lot of things that leads up to the day where you don't want to live anymore. And I don't see myself as having been suicidal. A rock bottom means that you get to a place where something radically changes in your life. Because what has happened up to that point has led you to a minute, a second, where there's no turning back. We just know you cannot continue on the same path. And for me, it was years of having lived in pain with so many diagnoses and so little felt understanding from the environment and such despair and, and helplessness and hopelessness and, and always trying to do better but nothing worked. Always trying to be more and it was never enough. Always trying to restore and to go back to what used to be, realizing it was broken. It was broken. I was sick. I was too sick to function. And I felt so broken. I didn't know what to do. I tried to change my, my, my profession. I had to walk away from a very successful business. I was a mother of two, the most amazing children you can imagine, and still... I asked God to take me because I was done. I just didn't know what to do anymore. I had been putting on my shoes, my boots, and my earrings, and my appearance. We had gone to Barcelona, my husband and I. I was in so much pain, you know? I used to go out at night partying when we were traveling and I was always, you know, on top of everything, so enthusiastic about absolutely everything, food, drinks, sights, shopping, history. But at that trip, especially that trip, I remember being mostly in the hotel room in so much pain, I couldn't recognize my life on any level. I was so filled up with medications because I was trying to restore my days. I didn't want to listen. I didn't want to listen to my body. I didn't want to listen to the doctors telling me I had no life. I was Hilda. I was going to do this. I was going to make it. I was just not playing, you know, alongside my body. I wasn't listening. I had, I didn't know better. I honestly didn't know better. I'd started university, journalism, going from being in, in, in a very successful interior architect with my own business. I was designing cruise ships. I was designing bars 
hotels, restaurants. It was a fun life. But nothing is fun when you're constantly sick. I remember I went to university and in between classes, I threw up. Every day, that's what I did. I was so sick. I was so filled with limes. Autoimmune, that's what they call it. And I started to take all the medications. Made me depressed, made me anxious. And after that trip, it was just, it was enough. I went to school, I threw up, I felt so, it's like, I, ca I can't, I can't. And I had this dream the night before this day. And this is why I'm telling you, because there is, there is an end to this story. I'm telling you for a reason. My rock bottom. I'd had a dream the night before where a whole barrel of syringes blew up in my face. And I was taking injections. I was injecting myself with medication. Immunosuppressant. Twice a week. Terrible rash from it. Terrible symptoms from it. That's another story. It's all I knew how to do to try and survive. But this dream stuck with me. I was shook to the core. Well, it was shown to me. It, it, it kind of blew up. So I went home from university that day. And it's not that long ago. We're talking 2006, 2007. So this was February. Maybe this is why it's coming up. Anniversary. February 2007. Seven. I went home from university. I sat down on my couch in the living room in the middle of the day. I didn't even, I didn't even get undressed, meaning I left my jacket on. I remember it vividly. I just lay down. I knew it. I knew it was enough. I knew I couldn't. This was no life. There was going to be no being nice, good girl, being an achiever. There's going to be no, because I, I was dying. I was literally dying. My hubby came home after work, which was about 4.30 p.m. And I was still, I was just in the same position. And he said, what are you doing? I thought you'd still be in school. I said, I quit. I quit everything. I quit everything as of today. I quit my medication. I quit school. Anything else I needed for, I quit. I'm going to lay here and think until one out of two things happen. I don't care which, but either I get healthy or I die. Either one of those, fine by me. I don't really care because this I can't do. I just can't do. And you know what? It took me years of suffering to get to that point. I pulled, I pulled on that string so hard to see if it would ever snap. And luckily it snapped before I was no longer living. I had no concept of taking responsibility 
for my health. I ended up just surrendering everything, saying, you know what? And looking back, this almost kills me. Well, it was an opening for me to explore and to be open to new ideas of what was possible. I still see when I connect, connect with my clients today that what I went through, the despair that I lived, it's not that special. So many people are suffering. I have two messages, two messages with this short little video. Number one, don't go there. Don't wait until you hit rock bottom before you change. Because you might not be as lucky as I was in the sense that it could have ended really bad with me. I don't think anyone around me or close to me even knew a fraction of what was really going on with me. Why? Because we don't step close enough to people to know this. This is another thing. I'm thinking, thank God for health coaches, that there are options now. Health coach, 2007, not that many. And this was before Facebook. I don't even know if YouTube was up. I wasn't there. There was something called CureZone. It was an old school, old fashioned forum. And I had luckily just gotten my MacBook so proud of it that I could get online. That was, you know, I got that in 2005. So I could start to research if I had any chance of surviving. I was willing to do anything. And I mean anything. I was not just saying I would do anything. I meant I would do anything because my rock bottom, it awoke me to the other message of this video. I had a choice. I actually did have a choice. I was in a situation that I could change, but only if I had had enough. And you see, that's what I hope, again, you don't wait for. Because you can make changes before you have a knife on your throat or a gun to your head. I realized I had two choices. I could walk and keep on walking towards what I perceived as death, hence my first book called From Hell to Inspired, or I could change and at least try. I could do my best to have a better life. I literally thought or felt I had nothing to lose. And this is a very true message. You don't have to break all the way down to have nothing to lose. In retrospect, looking back, my God, 
I saved my children's mother's life. And at any point in my journey, I didn't have to get that sick. I could have made positive changes that could only do me good. I would never have anything to lose. The concept doesn't exist when it's about investing in our life and health. I see so many women, especially women, grown women, but also younger women, so used to being nurturers, so used to being pleasers, so used to fitting in, so used to thinking, we still have to perform even though we're sick, as if sick is a weakness. Society has looked upon us like that. I remember growing up or being young, having a lot of tummy aches, rashes, and the energy towards me was mostly, oh, you again. Oh, what's wrong with you this time? Oh, you're still not feeling well? No wonder we try to hide. We want a Band-Aid. We want to keep on doing what we're doing even though we don't want to, just because we don't want that energetic hit towards us. And I want to call the bullshit on that one. We need to be more compassionate towards each other. My message is not only to you who's suffering, saying, hey, wake up, please wake up and do something. Change one of your habits today. Change two, change three. And this is why I created the membership group because it didn't exist for me. The information wasn't there, it wasn't organized, there was no one to support. There was nothing like that when I started my journey. Heck, I didn't even know about raw food. I didn't know about anything. I only knew I cannot do this. Younger women sacrifice everything for their children. Is that noble? Well, is it noble to sacrifice the mother of the child? Not really. We need to take care of ourselves first. That's the myth, biggest misconception of being a nurturer and being a compassionate being, is to let yourself down. Because what you're then doing is not really taking care of anyone. You're serving, pleasing. I mean, you're pleasing. Thinking without it, you won't be good enough. It's your ego that's driving you. It doesn't come from source. It doesn't come from God. It doesn't come from you. It doesn't even come from your intuition. Why? Because that's truth. If you were serving, if you were coming from yourself, you would only do that which would serve everyone, including yourself. You wouldn't hurt yourself. Not with toxic substances. You wouldn't be around toxic people. You wouldn't stay in a job that you hated while you were noticing that your blood pressure was rising and you were getting inflamed all over your body, you were getting anxious. You wouldn't. You would find a way out. Because the thing is this, when you hit rock bottom, there is no choice anymore in that sense. 
You can't plan the way out in a, in a, in a, in a good way when you hit rock bottom. You have to, you have no choice. So I'm thinking, if you don't enjoy or like healthy food, get over it. Or one day it's going to be, maybe you can't even eat anything. You see, if you don't change, even that which doesn't feel so comfortable, maybe one day you can't even do that. People tell me, well, I can't cleanse. I can't cleanse my body. I can't allow myself to get healthy because I might get symptoms keeping me from work. Let me tell you this thing. When you're so sick, you can't even keep your body sitting upright, the last thing you're gonna think about is work. And sometimes if we don't take the time to heal and prioritize it, it will take us later. Because I've learned one thing, my dear friends, you cannot override nature. You cannot force health on your body. It has to come from within, from your heart, from love, and a stressed, angry, unhappy person is not feeling the vibe of love. Aka, there is no healing. You cannot mentally manifest it. Manifest it, yes, absolutely, but not from will and the mind. Does the mindset have a lot to do with it? Absolutely. Visualization, I don't know where I would have been if it wasn't for visualization. Affirmations. But I had to be in sync with the body in nature. I had to let go of everything I knew, everything I believed in, and most certainly everything I believed I couldn't do and that wasn't possible. I was in an impossible situation and everybody around me, exception maybe one or two people, thought I was literally going crazy for stepping away from the norm, even though it was killing me. And I cried so many tears for that. And I cry so many tears for my clients who are experiencing this. Why is it not supported to step out of a norm that's killing us? I know these are strong words and I'm using words on a video that might be picked up, I don't know, but this is serious business. We need you. If you're watching this and you're not sick, we need you. We really need your support. If you're a husband or a wife to someone that's struggling with their health, trying to get better, you know, you might have the health and they might not. Support them. We need the support. You see, health matters. And if you're watching and you're not good, 
if you've been diagnosed or you don't know what to do, you, you feel there's no help out there, never give up and know that you're not alone and know that you can change anything. If you put your mind to it, if you're willing to invest emotionally, mentally, physically, and if you're willing to choose you. I chose me, but I didn't do it perfectly. Looking back, oh my God, I made so many mistakes because there were so many trials and errors. I had to try everything to try and figure this out. And it's a long story. You can read the whole story in, in my book, From Hell to Inspired. Uh, that's the first of my three books. Three books. Um, but I was willing to do that. I'm still willing to do that. I'm still willing to try and explore and expand and keep on. Why? Because I see how lost we are. Nature is right there. Logic is right there. And I'm not talking about old programming, brainwashed, what we're supposed to believe, what we've been told, what we can and cannot do. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about nature is right there calling us with all the truths. And that's what saved my life. Simplicity. I started unraveling, on going back, everything I've learned, all the complexity even though I did, you know, take my coaching certification and having to learn about all the different diets, all the different philosophies, I realized how mental we have gotten, how many good ideas and theories that we have, so much science that we need and we need proof for this and that. Give me the paperwork, give me the diplomas, you know, we'll stand behind you. We love intellect. We know we love smart people. Well, maybe being smart isn't what we thought it was. And I'm not bashing intellect. I'm not bashing technology. I mean, look at us right now. I'm sitting here talking to you live. I'm in Norway. You might be in South Africa, Canada, or Thailand. This is wonderful that we have technology. But do we have to lose ourselves, to be able to evolve Technolog technologically? Do we have to move away from our truth? I believe not. I believe that you are the greatest force you will ever meet from the inside out. Your life is, a, is an inside job. You're not supposed to be a reflection of your outside. Your outside is a reflection of you on the inside. My life on my outside was a reflection of my inside, of my stress, my diet, my belief system, how I thought I was never good enough. I was doing all the time, doing, creating, doing. And to be honest, I still see traces of that in me. I still love to create content, put on social media every single day, create, create. Although I believe that it comes from a different place now because I'm sharing. 
I'm channeling, I'm, I'm, I'm of service, but still the personality, it's been with me for my whole life. So I'm constantly working on this. And there's a lot of things I'm constantly working on. And thank you, all of my clients which, who are teaching me so much. I mean, how we work together, how you're teaching me to be humble, and to see the reflection in others. And so blessed to see so many strong, fierce men, but maybe more so even women, stepping forth during this time and saying, no, this is our rock bottom. Just looking around you today shouldn't be your rock bottom. That's as low as you'll have to create. This should be enough for us. The general suffering should be enough. And if you're not sick, maybe someone else is that you know. So that should be enough for you to do better. That could be enough for you to change to be a better support system. And if you've been thinking, just thinking about, I should do something about that. I should sign up for this course. I should contact someone for support. I should become a member. If you've been thinking about, I, I, I always wanted to do yoga. I, I, I should sign up for this painting class or I should change how I start my day or I should start drinking lemon water. It doesn't matter what it is or I should stop seeing that person because he makes me crazy. Don't wait. This is the rock bottom. This is what I never listened to. And today, we are reminded every single day. If you're one of those people who ever watch the news, you know what I'm talking about. It's a May Day situation. It's an SOS situation that we're going through. But you know what? It's still filled with possibility and potentials. Just look at me. And I'm not meaning in the physical, but look at what I did with the rock bottom. Where you don't feel like there's any way you can go. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. You can still turn around and just start walking. But you can't be afraid of what you're walking away from. My friends left. Most of my family no social life, no business, no fun whatsoever. That's what I fought for. That's what I popped my pills for. I fought because I thought that I could keep that illusion. Did I come from a happy life? I believe not. Why do I believe not? Because I see that there's such a huge connection between happiness and health. And I always thought if I could just get healthy, I would be happy. And I know so many people feel this, right? If you agree, put a heart in the comment section. If I could only get healthy, then this would happen. I could do this and I would be happy. 
it isn't how it works. Happy is an inside job. It's a state that doesn't come from anything but you. It's the other way around. Health comes from happiness. Imagine that. And this is why you see depressed people in all walks of life. You see happy people all walks of life. I don't care if you're a billionaire or if you are living in a hut. You will find depressed people and you'll find happy people. The only thing that changes with what goes on inside, inside, you know, outside of you is you become more apparent in who you already were. This is all about our inside. So, I want this to be an inspiring talk. A real talk, but inspiring in the sense that yes, I did turn my health around. Long story, sure. Hard, damn sure. Struggles, yeah. Did I want to quit? Yeah. Did I cry? Probably for a couple of years. Painful? Unimaginable. Did I want to live the whole time? Nope. But the thing is, I kept on going. Me? There was no other way. And that's the winner instinct in us. The survival instinct that can take you from surviving to thriving when you start working on yourself. Now, after all these years, I've learned shortcuts, tools, tricks, and I'm spending everything I know on my mission to try and help as many as I can from not having to go there. Not only that, but I know so many are there already and I'm so sorry. Know that there is a way. You can always do better and you can always feel better. Just start, okay? I want you to start and make a decision. You have a choice. You can walk towards health, and feeling better, at least you can try it, right? You can keep on trying because the alternative is walking the other way. And there is no good ending in that story the way that I see it. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending time with me. I'm Hilda Larson, I'm a health and mindset coach. I'm an author of three books, I'm a speaker I'm a detox specialist, but most of, all, most of all, I'm a life enthusiast. I never stopped loving life. Never, and I never will. So God bless all of you, wherever you are, and uh, I'll see you next time.